Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Up on the Lookout Storytime. These storytime segments are for those of you who are looking to drift off to sleep or to simply relax with some of my archived tales on the YouTube channel which concern the matter of Dragon Ball What Ifs. So if you have been enjoying these stories thus far, or are you relatively new to the podcast, then do please take your time, rate and review as you can. It really does help the format, and it helps it improve. If you wish to actually help contribute towards the future of Up on the Lookout, you can go to masterco.cc slash lookout. this story all about? Well, it concerns one of my more recent stories on the channel, but one that has actually garnered quite a big following quite recently, and that concerns one of the biggest villains in Dragon Ball history, that of Frieza, and whether he would make a different choice, the choice being whether he might turn good. In the last part, Frieza had managed to get his ship back thanks to the helpful work of the plucky and small Chi-Lai, much younger than she is when we meet her in Broly. With her aid, Frieza had begun to really find some kind of direction, and once he has been able to get an upgrade from his friend Kit, the three of them then set out to slowly generate some income, and then ultimately buy a new ship so that Frieza can be rid of his past altogether, and start anew with a crew, and get back on his robotic feet. However... The past came back to deliver a blow to his ego, as well as his jaw. They had gotten quite close to Vegeta while he was training on Yardrat, and out in the depths of space, there is no mistaking the energy of Frieza if it comes nearby. And now having been trained to get stronger, the prince decided to try his luck and see if he could steal the win from Kakarot. Oh, what good news would it be to show those earthlings that he was the one that cleaned up that oaf's mess. So with that, let's continue. The air in this back alley on a random planet is so thick you could cut it with a space knife. The cat was out of the space bag. Frieza had been rumbled and now his crew knew the truth about their commanding officer. Upon further thought in those seconds after Vegeta's punch, that revelation hurt more than said punch. But now, Jilai and Kit are left speechless, but then, mostly out of instinct from her times as a street rat, Jilai leaps onto the back of Vegeta and tries to choke him, but that gets nowhere, obviously. Vegeta is in destruct mode. He reaches back and grabs Chi-Lai from off of his back and throws her to the ground, causing her to be covered in scrapes and cuts. Kit tending to her as both Vegeta and Frieza stare each other down. Leave the girl alone, Vegeta. She has done nothing wrong. Your quarrel lies with me. Vegeta is somewhat surprised at this reaction. Since when did you care for other people's well-being? Where was that talk when you erased the lives of billions of my people for no reason other than your own selfish desire? 
Frieza is feeling pretty fiery right now, pushing back. You filthy monkeys were more trouble than you were worth. Sooner or later, you would have ravaged our civilizations and sent the galaxy back to the era of simple tools and where brute strength was the only currency. A bunch of savages! You were a menace to us all and needed purging from this universe. This doesn't anger the prince. In fact, it makes him smirk viciously. So... You finally admit it. You admit that we Saiyans scared you. Well, in that case, Vegeta gets into position and powers up. I will haunt you until the day you die. Vegeta charges forward and the two of them begin to duel. All the while, Chilai and Kit are left slack-jawed at the last two minutes. Frieza is dreading what will come next. Vegeta probably knows the power that Goku showed on Namek. He too must be a Super Saiyan, and soon enough, he will unveil that power too in a fit of pure bluster fit for a prince of his stature. But the moment never comes. Frieza has been anticipating a huge leap in battle power coming his way, but it never materializes. What's going on here? Frieza decides to charge up a powerful punch to the gut to see what would happen, and it wins Vegeta considerably. What the? Frieza then grabs the prince, throws him in the air in a suplex, and sends him crashing into the rubble on the sidewalk. Frieza turns around to see Vegeta still there, seeding. Come on, get on with it. Go on, show me that Super Saiyan power. I bet you're gagging to show it off like your friend did. Get it over with and satisfy your base pride, monkey. Instead of a golden aura, Vegeta explodes with anger, and this results in a massive crater which obliterates the alleyway as well as the buildings surrounding it. There is panic in the streets as hundreds of people flee for their lives. Vegeta is covered in dirt and his clothes are torn, but he is staring transfixed at Frieza, looking wild. I don't need that power to end you. Frieza isn't impressed at all. Oh, I think you do. You just don't want to admit it. You got desperate to show off, didn't you? You should have let me alone a little longer, Vegeta. You have made a grave mistake. Vegeta then charges up, looking absolutely animalistic in his frustration. He calls upon his Yardratian training and procures a clone of himself to aid him, which is a perfect copy. And together, the two Vegetas try to take down the former emperor. But this time... Frieza is trying. Frieza is just taken aback with how easy this fight is. What was in those upgrades of kits? Well, I mean, whatever it was, it was proving rather effective. Vegeta had no answer to this power. In the end, the clone of Vegeta disappears in a puff of smoke, and Vegeta is left standing there, exhausted. What? I don't understand. How? Frieza elbows Vegeta in the head and grabs his throat. Will you get it through your thick head? If you are not a Super Saiyan, then you will never win. And it doesn't matter anymore. What's done is done. Read my lips, monkey. I am no longer your enemy. Vegeta is struggling for breath and a valid retort, but cannot do either. If you want to dismantle my empire, be my guest. It is no longer mine. My father took it from me because I saved your friend's life. Cuck. Kakarot, you saved his life? Ultimately, yes, but that was not my original intention. I tried to fool him into asphyxiation in space, but that didn't work out too well for me, as you could probably tell from my disfigured appearance. But that wasn't enough to convince father, and so here I am, without an empire, 
without a purpose. Well, maybe one. Frieza turns to see if Chi-Lai and Kit are there, but no, they're gone. Frieza lets Vegeta go, and he collapses to the floor, spluttering. After a few seconds, Vegeta gets up and chuckles. Look at you. You made friends. Some friends they were if they turned tail and ran at the news that they were friends with a tyrant. You can never escape your past, Frieza. I will end your father's work and everything to do with it. But hear my words, freak, and prepare yourself. When all of this is over, I will come back for you, and I will show you no mercy. Vegeta then puts his fingers on his forehead and disappears from the scene. Frieza is left alone. Again. Vegeta had let him live, but at what cost? All the good work he had done to forge a new life for himself had been taken away from him, and now he had lost the closest thing he had to friends. Those Saiyans. He will never realize true contentment in this lifetime with them around. Slowly getting his bearings back, Frieza realizes that people had seen the whole fight go down. So? Is he gone? What? Who's gone? That that madman who destroyed this place! Is he gone? Well, um, yes. A wave of relief comes over the group, who are keeping their distance. Thank you! We feared that he would cause more havoc around here! Uh, Wait, wait, no, you don't understand, I- Yeah, good work, droidy boy. Kit? Chilai! Sure enough, the two of them are among the crowd of onlookers, looking prideful at their boss's good deeds. Hmm. Freeze is thinking. Best roll with this. Yes, I sent that monkey packing. He regretted the day that he dared to disrupt the status quo of this, um, this, uh, place. He couldn't remember the name of the planet that they were on, but no matter. It's time to use his former life's Nelson charisma to do some kind of spinning of the facts. After a while of this, he had managed to convince the crowd that Vegeta was the bad guy here, and that Saiyans were still alive, ready to cause more mayhem to civilize society. Oh no. After a cheer from the crowd, the onlookers naturally begin to disperse, then giving further thanks to Freezer. Once they are gone, the only two people left are Kit and Chilai. They are still there, but have a very neutral expression. So, you're not what we thought you were. To be fair, I... I never lied to you. I just chose not to say my name. Pretty sure you could count that as lying, droidy boy. Sir. Oh, I know how this is going to go. I bet you're going to take our new ship and run. Leave me here. Go ahead. I've been abandoned once already, so just get it over with. Kit lets out a bark of a laugh. Ha! What are you talking about? We got it made with you. What? Lucky for you, sir. You picked two people for your crew who aren't exactly goody two-shoes. Freezer is surprised. Usually in this situation, this is the part where, when the truth is laid bare before everybody, the person is left to rot by their former allies. What's going on? I told you, I'm not exactly a people person. So your job offer of dumping me on that garbage world came at the right time. Without that sense of purpose, I probably would have done something unproductive with my life. At least on that garbage world, I could be left to tinkering in peace. I guess I have the freezer in power to think for that. Chilai shrugs. I've never known anything different. You came along and gave me a home and value in what I learned on the streets. I think what the girl's trying to say is, we speak as we find. If we find you, we're pretty alright. Freezer. Freezer is actually really emotional right now. 
A small tear of relief trickles down his face, hoping that nobody would notice. They did. Now, I bet you're a little unsure of this, aren't you? Well, the thing about this is that I feel that based on Chi-Lai's main alignment, she is a true neutral character. She does things for her own betterment as well as those that she cares about. If that is threatened, she will aid them, but if it doesn't affect her directly or doesn't offer any sort of benefit, then she could take it or leave it. Frieza had been nothing but good to her since they met and given her a place to call home. So, as far as she was concerned, this Frieza is totally different to the one that she had heard from Hearsay. And as for Kit, same deal. Frieza's job that he had foisted upon him turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Kit was spared from social niceties and was allowed to indulge in what he was born to do. And that was to invent and tinker in solitude without interruption. For this pair, Frieza was their hero. Hero. That was a word he never expected to hear attached to himself. Come on, Captain, pipes up Chi-Lai after a quiet moment. Let's go get our ship and get out of here. Frieza snaps out of his personal reflection and nods in agreement. With that, the trio begin their preparations to head off into space with their new identities. As they are ready to leave, Kit poses the question that needed to be answered. Where are we going anyway? If I am truly to be rid of my former life, there are some things I need to fix. I need to improve, especially if that monkey is going to be dogging me for the rest of my days. Set a course, the yard rat. Hold up, pipes up Chi-Lai. You're going to avoid that guy by going to exactly where he came from? I know, it sounds ludicrous to the extreme, but that monkey has now got the bit between his teeth. He will stop at nothing to go after my father, and whilst he's off causing him all sorts of grief, I will get stronger and then finish the job if need be. If the prince could improve that much so quickly without turning golden, then there must be something to those weird creatures after all. All right, send the course for Yardrat. With that, the new ship speeds its way there. Meanwhile, Frieza's suspicions proved absolutely correct. Vegeta is now training on a random planet with a decent gravity level and atmosphere. Those Yardratians had taught him enough, he thought. He didn't need any more of that nonsense, especially since Frieza was left lingering about the place. His goal now is to attain Super Saiyan on his own, without Kakarot's help, without anyone's help. Prove Frieza wrong, and then tear down that empire before then ending that monster's life and avenging, finally, his people. With Vegeta busy, Yardrat was left wide open for Frieza to counter. Meanwhile, on Frieza Planet 1, King Cole's latest project had been unveiled and out steps a small figure whose appearance is similar to Cooler's and Frieza's before him, but more angular. The purple accents replaced with silver and cream. Trojan, a derivation on liquid nitrogen, is born, and King Cold couldn't be any more thrilled. Look at you, my boy. I can already see it. You will never disappoint me. He had just cause to think that. Having seen Frieza reach his final form, all of the information gathered from that transformation during his life-saving operation had been planted into his third son. And now, even in his first form, he was as strong as Frieza's final form. When Trojan reaches his own final form, whenever that may be, he will be mighty. Nobody will be able to stop him. Not Frieza, not any Super Saiyans, not even his own father. Hopefully that third scenario never comes true, of course. All right, son. It is time to get this galaxy back into some sort of working order. Let's get to work. Yes. 
Father. Well, it looks like Frieza now has a little brother. How are they going to be able to encounter each other? When will they do so? And what's going to be happening on Yardrat whenever Frieza should arrive? Will he be able to do anything against Vegeta? Stay tuned to the next part and you will definitely find out. If you have been enjoying this story, then do please rate and review on your respective podcasting platforms of choice and it will really help the podcast series grow even more and reach many other listeners. If you would like to also contribute and get your name listed on the podcast, you can go to masico.cc slash lookout for more information. Until the next time, everybody, I do hope you're well, stay safe, and I shall see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.